you are tuning in to Whinge and a Wine on the Warrior Woman Network. Get ready to laugh with the girls, discuss trending issues, and chat about all areas of life from equality to asking for directions. So pour a wine and join the Whinge. Here's your host, Samantha Moyer. Hey, Emma, I'm so glad to chat with you today. Now that we've done, you know, Warrior Women Radio, I just wanted to actually get in-depth conversation about, you know, the whole mental health Everything. That's, the, everything. The, that's, everything. Yeah, yeah there's so, so much. There is so much, and and thank you. You know, I lo- I love talking to the potties out there. Mm-hmm. This is awesome. It's such a it's such an inspiring format, mm-hmm. and very generous of you to have me on uh, to talk about this because mental health is big you know mm-hmm. it it's so hard to get the sound bites mm-hmm. um as you know uh so to you know to be answering your questions you know mm. i'm in I'm, mm-hmm. I'm ready for whatever well i just find that you know there's i think mental health is coming such a long way like the awareness the you know but i still feel like there's a lot of you know, there's still so much ground to cover when it comes to that acceptance and that, you know, even being able to self-identify that you need help, I think is one of the biggest, we can all accept everyone, but I think it really takes a lot to really own that something's not right or we're not feeling right or, you know, we don't, is this normal how we're feeling? I I couldn't agree with you more. And I think this is where, this is probably the the, the truer motivator, if you mm-hmm. like, um, you know, in the longer form, that that if you're suffering from um, a mental illness, the only way to actually diagnose it is mm-hmm. actually either is is through your your. your the words that you use yourself. Mm. Now, if you're if you're experiencing depression, which I can talk to, for example, you you actually like. To be depressed means you're disconnected. Mm. You're actually not communicating well. Mm. You're not seeking company. You're mm. not engaged in a community sense at all. Mm. And so from, from a family's perspective, the word withdrawn is, mm. is a good indicator. Well, that's all well and good, but the person who's who's having to deal with it actually needs to get themselves mm-hmm. to a doctor to then articulate what's going on, yeah. to then be diagnosed. I, I think that's the biggest conundrum. You know, a, a broken uh, a broken ankle. You know, like you, you can you can be laughing and talking, you can mm-hmm. cry, you can be using whatever words you like, but because the diagnostic tools are different, mm-hmm. that 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 any any clinicians or practitioners can actually diagnose you. But the person who is unwell, it's their words that actually mm-hmm. do it. And I think I reckon, Sam, that that's where the um, you know that's where you hear people and and they 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 seem to have a lot of things wrong mm. with them when things go wrong. You know, anxiety, depression, mm. bipolar. You know, it goes on, and you go, I how can I have all of those things? Mm-hmm. What's well, probably not? It's the words you use on the day mm-hmm. to the clinician who's in front yeah. of you. But it is the families, isn't mm. it? You need you can see why you need the people around you to be aware of what the signs are, what to look for, when to get people to mm. help. Well, like I'm a big um, – so I'm going to throw questions at you as like a normal, you know, listener because there are still some things that I feel like I have questions about and yeah. I'm around this sphere a lot from different angles and meeting different people. So I kind of want to <laughs> put it out for myself anyway. But, I mean – What's I'm a big advocate for people being, you know, um, self-analytical about what's normal and what's, you know, and and expressing who they are and knowing who they are as well, Mm -hmm. but also outside of those parameters, you know, of what's not normal too. So, and what I mean by that is um, like when I had my son – 
um, my youngest son, crazy bad eczema, never slept, right? I was mm. a manic mess. Like mm. anyone that saw me, I was just forgetful. I was I was pretty much on paper, I think, what would look like postnatal depression almost. Yes. But for me, I was like, I kept rejecting that term anyway because I was like, no, I'm just exhausted. Like I'm just – so for me, I didn't feel like it was um, a cloud that was over the top of me all the time. But I did, you know, I did feel kind of exhausted in my circumstance mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. think for me, like I'm kind of the opposite. And I know this is, uh, I don't know how people will receive this, but I sometimes I feel like it's overdiagnosed as well. And that's where I'm kind of fascinated about where that comes from. Mm. Um, for, I mean, it, it may be different for anybody else, but for me, I always felt like it was kind of like when they put that on me about my son, I was like, no, I'm just tired. Like I haven't slept oh, for I, days and I, days. I, I, I actually genuinely agree with you. And 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 that's why I started with that idea that that the that the diagnosis comes from the individual. Yes. And and if you if you if you if you pinned me down, I I've mm. just came, I came back from an overseas trip a couple of days into it. I know that it was jet lag. Yeah. I also know that I was experiencing mm-hmm. extreme and I, and I say this and you know and you know people anyone who's listening, I you know I I did manage this, mm. but you know I I felt my mental well-being mm. slipping. Mm-hmm. I actually experienced the uh, the suicide ideology. Mm. You know, I could hear the voices mm. in my head. You're no good. Mm-hmm. You're no use, etc. Mm. But I I was well enough that mm. I could stand outside that mm. parameter and say, this is jet lag, mm. you're exhausted. Mm. So e- exactly yeah. the same yeah. thing. If I had presented and actually talked to someone um, on, on one of those particular days, mm. yes, I think that the difference is when your functionality, mm. so not your, t- you know, if you're tired, you don't function, mm. but if your functionality is genuinely impeded mm-hmm. and it and it and the sensation that this too is never going to okay, pass, yeah. that, that, that yeah. I think is probably an indicator mm-hmm. because you feel, if you feel as though you're in a new fixed state, mm. Then that's something that needs to be repaired. You mm-hmm. need to reverse that. Mm-hmm. If if you're there and standing there, and Sam, that is why understanding mental wellness yes. is important, so that you can actually stand back and self-analyze and yes. say, no, 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 I am okay. I am shattered. Yeah, I will be all right as soon as I have a good sleep. Yes, and and I am convinced that there are two elements that 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 wellness. Um, are, are, you know, like four, and, and you know, and they talk about food and exercise, but that's for everything. But if your days, if you sleep well, and your days, and you're engaged in some kind of creative activity, mm-hmm. which means that you can actually step outside and you mm. can self-analyze mm. because you become really right-brained. And mm. don't start me; I, I, I'm busting to come back and tell you all the stuff that I do with kids. And yes, you know, yes, showing them, showing them that, that, that creative process. But, but if, but if you do, it gives you the chance to step out to mm. look back in yeah when you're mentally unwell you cannot yeah. stand outside yeah. there is no way that you can make any clear analysis so that actually makes that so much clearer to me because yeah, yeah I've always and I'm, I'm always that that's something that I really push for all the time is that self analysis yes. and that perspective because one of the things that I found in in being able to self analyze and self regulate and you know have that perspective on myself like that 
was um, I know that I work differently now. So some of the, you know, and I think the advice given is brilliant, like the get outside and be active in the communities. But even to refine that even more, I mean, this is just from my point of view, but to even refine that even more about getting to know yourself and what is normal and what isn't normal and what you do. And because like for me, if somebody said to me, go and take a week off and just stay at home, that is that would make me spiral yes, because yes, I am same. very active and mm. I and and I do feel like I could slump re- like go into that slump really quickly if I did um, kind of what works for other people. So if I was to just stay at home in my trackies and watch TV. I would be worse at the end of that week than I would be better. I actually run better on pressure and I had to learn that the hard way because I took that advice that I knew wasn't organic to my own, Mm. you know, like some people, you know, saying get out and and meet people. I can meet people perfectly fine, but like some of my friends doing that is a fear thing for them as well. Totally, and that's another thing that you've absolutely nailed because the advice, like, unfortunately, whenever, you know, any kind of public health advice, Mm. you know, kind of gets distilled down to Mm. a dot point of, you know, six or seven things that you must do, et cetera, et cetera. And you've got to find your own balance that works for you. Mm. Um, So for me, being told to, you know, disconnect and do all of that kind of thing, the yin and the yang, I'm actually much better like Mm. you to actually go at 100,000 billion, you know, quadrillion speed. But then I probably will just disappear for a day. Yeah. And the too. day, I actually don't need a week. Mm. I just need a day yeah. where I, where my where where I can stop the soundtrack in mm. my head. I can stop the lists that I need to write. And 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 usually it just involves mm. a tremendous amount of sleeping. Mm-hmm. So the best thing I can do is pour myself into bed. Have a book, have a bottle of water beside my bed, and have no one demand anything yes. of me. I'm and I can do so the same. Yeah, I so yeah. get that as well. But I can repair in that time. But I, but I think it, what the thing that that as you were saying that, you know, with what other people say and do and whatever, I think that as we get older and and that once we introduce children to our mm. world or or and partners and more, you know, the more people that we have mm. to care for, if mm-hmm. you like is that we stop that self-analysis mm-hmm. and, and we don't pay attention. That's physically and mentally. And I actually think that the quicker we actually align those two conversations, mm-hmm. that going out is just as good for our physical being as it is mm-hmm. for our mental being, et cetera. That, but um, uh, that we, we, we have to keep checking and we have, to, we have to treat ourselves as we would treat a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So if you came to me right now and said, I'm exhausted, da, 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 I'd say, oh, my God, I will cook dinner for you. Mm-hmm. You just disappear. I'll take, you know, the kids, you know, blah, 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 just, you know, chill out. Now, I would no sooner do that for myself than fly mm-hmm. to the moon. Yes. But when we look after each other, that is one thing. But we need to look after ourselves as we would another person as well. And I think, like, I've spoken a lot about this um, for women, especially mothers, being like the word selfish and selfless and self in general is such a taboo word for people that are constantly looking after children, partners, work, all those different things. So to even think about doing something, you know, like you said, if you had a girlfriend that said that you're exhausted, you'd be like, cool, I'll take the kids, you go home and have a nap for three hours and, and we'll be good. Well, well, so there's no there's no point waiting until your wheels have fallen off mm. completely. And that's, uh, I mean, I was really lucky that we had a really strong community when my kids were mm. really little mm. and we really did look after each other. 
and um, it, it, but it's it's when it's when you see, when you see friends and you know they're shattered and yeah. then then they go on the two week holiday to try and fix it. You, you've got to get in before yeah. then. And this whole idea, you know, we've we've embraced it with our physical beings. Mm. You know, this prevention is the best medicine. You know, etc. We've got to do that for our heads yes. as well. Yes. And and what some one person's recipe is different mm. to the other person's recipe. But there's no point as a mother. I, I'm a really selfish mother. I actually and and I'm self-centered and I run the ship like I want it to be. Me too. So there you go. <laughs> yep. So I'm fessing up that I you know and but. You know, when you hear people say, oh, you know, just, you know, don't worry about folding the washing. Oh, my God, that would kill me. Yeah, me too. I need everything lined up. I mm-hmm. need to know where everything is. Mm-hmm. I need to be able to put a hand to it. Now, if that takes a bit more energy, it actually quietens my mind. So what physically looks like something mentally looks mm-hmm. like something to someone else. Mm-hmm. And as women, we need to be kinder to each other just because, you know, crazy Sue next door is, you know, mm-hmm. running at a 1,000 mm-hmm. kilometres an hour or whatever – don't judge her. Yes. We are so unkind to each mm-hmm. other. Uh, you know why, why? Why can't we do our own self repair in our own in our own way? Well, I think it's that comparison as well. Like to make you you feel. I mean, and this is just a blanket generalization, but to make you feel like the choices that you're making and feeling that kind of solace in in where you are in your life, it becomes a comparison and a judgment that somebody else is doing it differently. It either means you know these polarizing. I'm uh, one of the things I'm talking about lately is not everything has to be two options like yes no good it's not binary yes i love that expression nothing in life is binary there is there's always that gray Mm -hmm. bit in between yeah and 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 again you know back to that i I mean we we should be you know the whole focus of this Mm -hmm. talk now like our conversation Mm -hmm. is oh my god the power of Mm self-analysis to keep ourselves afloat Mm -hmm. because as soon as it is binary one is right, one is wrong, yeah. one is up, one is down. Yes. We, we decant it to such a simple format. Yes, that too we're reductive not, for it, any... It is too reductive because what about the bit in between? Why can't I watch the way you operate and, mm-hmm. you know, parent, for example, mm-hmm. and say, look, I really like that because that would work for me, but that's not exactly my cup mm-hmm. of tea as opposed to, mm, oh, gosh, you know, look mm-hmm. at her. But, you know, oh, my goodness, you know... I don't know. I can't even think of an example. I used to dress my children in their clothes for the next day when, go to bed. when it was too busy mm. and put them into bed in their clothes. But mm. at least we got to places on time. Yeah. But it was more important for me to be on time mm. than the children to look beautifully groomed. Oh. But for other people, it's more important for them to be beautifully groomed than be mm. on time. But who cares? Mm-hmm. Why can't – well, who cares yet everyone cares. So that's what I mean. But – but why can't you just pick bits out of it, mm. as you said? Well, it's kind of I, – I, it's funny we're talking about this so much. Um, I talk about this with friends and other people who are having a few issues, just even on the phone, right? Mm. And we'll talk about, you know, if you're doing something and I'm doing something, I think the, the level of judgment – so say you were doing something that I didn't do and I started judging you about that – I think women and mothers, um, no one tells you how much guilt that you feel mm. as soon as that mm. baby comes out of you. You are just guilt about mm. being there, whatever mm. you're doing. But that sense, and because we're nurturers, I think that comes from that, you know, that responsibility. So I always say to people, you're not going to feel so like if you're doing something, I don't feel like I need to fix it, replicate it, be part of it. It's not actually about me, what you do whatsoever. It's got nothing to do with me. But I think the reason people do feel like that is because of that harbouring that guilt of 
am I doing enough? Am I doing the right thing? Society demands this of me. Am I, like all these million things. So I always say to people, fix the button, fix the guilt button. You can't have guilt if you, if you, you know, you can't yeah, be true. that button being pushed if you don't have the guilt. So work on making good from that again, from that personal self point of view about you know if if you are putting your kids to bed with clothes at night and that gets you up in the morning that shouldn't be like well I would never do that or I do that or whatever it actually has nothing to do with me your choices that you make and I don't feel compelled to tell you whether you're doing the right thing or the wrong thing because it's nothing to do with me and and I think I think that I think there are stages in this too Sam that you know when they're when they're babies Mm. you know that you never get another crack at this because all of the all of the all of the matriarchs around you say oh enjoy this it goes Mm. so quickly and in your head you're sitting there looking at them shattered thinking Mm. it can't go fast enough Mm -hmm. um so Mm -hmm. you know so so then you feel guilty about the fact that you're not enjoying the slow milady of you Mm. know the slow day Mm. and then they're toddlers and everyone tells you, oh, you've got to really enjoy this because mm-hmm. this goes really quickly. And you're thinking, you give me one more Groundhog Day and you're gonna, I'm going to have to stab myself. Yeah, you know, yeah, this is yeah. excruciating. So you do wish it forward and then you move. And we were all chuckling the other day, now with us all with a handful of um, teenagers, because now it's big children, big problems, as opposed mm. to little children, little problems. And not that we wish for a second to go back to having toddlers, but the appreciation that everything is a moving target, so we shouldn't get hung up on, on, on the rigid the, plans on, that we set out on ourselves. Yes, the, and, it, and the rigidity is mm. where we come unstuck. You know mm. that. So not only take away the guilt button, mm-hmm. but actually, when you take it away, replace it with the, I haven't done this before, and mm-hmm. let me tell you, as I look in the mirror right now. I'm not doing too mm. bad a job, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, I, I love to tell you one of the biggest changes that I've seen, which I love, is when you see the little girls and, and the boys and everyone's dressed in costume now mm-hmm. when they go out. Mm-hmm. You know, mothers have finally let go of mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the Mary Jane shoes, mm-hmm. the, the clean white linen dress, you know, or whatever. Actually, I did never do white. But, you know, the, yep. the letting children dress themselves yep. is nearly like a badge of honour for, yes. for, for some mothers. Yeah. But that same mother shouldn't turn around at the other mother mm. who's got hers dressed like mini-me's who are mm. primped within an inch of their lives. Mm. It's just, for the observer, it's just two different one, mm. two different approaches. And you think, well, that resonates with me. I'm going to mm. emulate that. Mm. That doesn't um, resonate with me. I hope she's okay. And it's also a ridiculous um, idea to put on somebody else anyway because my children are like mini-me's, like in in how they think, what they do, how our life are. is. Sam, who, so who, if we change that, it wouldn't work for anyone anyway. Who's, who's the influencer? Yeah, like, that's right. Like if, you, if you're not creating children that are that are of your likeness, what what, 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 what business are you in? I well, mean, this is the well, idea. I, I had this conversation, like, you know, I, I've been pretty um, – I've been pretty fierce about being myself in the way that I want to do things in having children. Obviously, we all have our, our different issues with it and how we're doing it and going through it. But um, I, even when it came to like, so I bottle fed and got, and that's like the first thing that you get as soon as you get into the hospital when you have children, right? Like it's the first major guilt. pivotal decision within minutes of what you're going to be doing and I chose to bottle feed because I do need sleep and I know that because Mm. I am so energetic Um, it wasn't I wanted to be able to share that and and do what I wanted to do Uh, but also I'm a person that has to get out the house like you keep Mm. me in my house for two days and I'm like a caged animal so in the and it doesn't have to be like that but in the majority of cases that I know of people that breastfed I knew that they were housebound Mm. and I said to the nurse 
I know what kind of mum I am. I was out at Kmart two days after pushing a, a trolley, a trolley, a pram with my two-day-old son just because I need to get out of the house. My second child was at iPlay on the second day. Like, I had to get out. That's, But that's for my own well-being, but I know that. But there are some people that needed to take that time. So I was making those best choices that worked for me knowing the parent that I was going to be. And my children are very much like that now as well because that's how they've been brought up where two days at home they're at the door with a bag going, when are we going out? Like <laughs> yeah, they're not yeah, they're yeah. not ones to stay home. They don't appreciate and, that at and, all. And then so, so you've got those – and here we are saying you can't be non – binary and reductive and you know whatever but and then there's the then there's the other way of acquiring that that um that self um awareness which is accidental you know not being the decision maker so as as a first time mother I just happened to be Mm. in a country hospital well Mm. actually I didn't happen to be in a country hospital I lived in a country Mm. town but there was not one other Mother, there was not one mm. other baby born mm. in the five days that I was there oh my with my goodness. baby, which meant that mm. effectively I was in a private hospital mm. with my own nursing staff, mm. my own tea lady, mm-hmm. and my own obstetrician who would swing in and spend as much time as I like. She's like unrealistic for me to get know. home. No, 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 don't <laughs> worry, don't worry. I, I did work out how the rest of the world worked with the next oh two, but um, but then, but the, you know, so 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 for me. Uh, and also the nursing staff had all just done a QA or whatever they call it mm. um, on breastfeeding. So they all had the same mm. thing. Mm. So for me, I learned how to breastfeed because I was in that setting. Mm-hmm. So I found it really easy and I could never mm. do it. And the one time I did try and do bottles, I spilt the powder everywhere and then I slipped mm. over the thing and I couldn't you know, work out how they kept it. It was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. For me, that was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And, and so accidentally acquiring it, but as long as I wasn't self-righteous going, mm, mm. bottle, mm, mm. you know, mm. that's mm. That, that's where it goes wrong. It's not what we're doing. It's how we uh, um, judge each other. And that's in life, isn't it, really? And that really comes back to that mental health um, conversation that we're having um, is, you know, it does come down to having that you know, not only just self-awareness but actually being strong in the decision-making That because I just don't think we teach – in even I've I've had conversations about this with my kids being at school mm. um, about that resilience in self because we're kind of and everything that is going on I really do appreciate and we're coming such a long way in being able to understand the size of mental health issues mm. but I think there should be as much push about self resilience like you are going to hear things that you don't like but you yes. have to go home with you and you are going to do things and you're going to have to be okay with those but can you see the link even though we did you know sorry everyone wax lyrical about about babies I mean mm. that just happened to be something that we've mm. got in common but the the key to it is is that we were both decision makers yes now a resilient person is a decision maker Mm -hmm. and a resilient person is self-aware because Mm -hmm. you realize that when someone beeps the horn madly at you in the traffic Mm -hmm. whatever and you and you it's 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 actually it's not about you Mm -hmm. it's you're self-aware enough to know i didn't do anything they're probably having a bad day or i did do something and like my bad sorry yes 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 but so it's 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 when it's it's and it's when you're a decision taker mm-hmm. that you lose your capacity mm-hmm. to um, to control what's around you and that feeling of hopelessness and losing touch with the side of the swimming pool, as we used to always mm-hmm. say when the kids yeah. were little. As soon as you lose the side of the swimming pool, you're out there on your own, mm-hmm. and there's no need to be on your own the whole mm-hmm. time. That mm-hmm. being on your own is and is is not resilience. That's that's fortitude. Mm-hmm. That's Alyssa Razar climbing Mount Everest. Mm-hmm. That's a different thing altogether. 
together. Resilience is hanging on to the side of the swimming pool because you know mm. that that's where you feel good. Mm -hmm. You know that you're in charge, you can look around, you can navigate what's happening around you and you can also contribute, mm -hmm. you know, and, and tell someone else, you know, not to jump on the deep end or the mm. shallow end or the whatever. You know, you yeah. can nurture other people mm -hmm. at the same time looking mm -hmm. after yourself because mm -hmm. you're grounded. Totally. Oh, my God, that was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I'm sure we've got to wrap up. I know you've got to get away, but let's do this again sometime, hey, even if it's after the um, Unleash the Beast oh. event. Sam, I, I, I would love to. I, I've just, you know, this this kind of conversation absolutely fascinates me. Yes, me too. And, and as my work life gets busier, my... my time with with other women mm. discussing this and articulating and I've and I know that we've both been sitting here going oh epiphany oh, <laughs> epiphany ah oh, epiphany because we've heard each other articulate and, and you know nice and succinctly snap it up in a sentence what mm. we've both been ruining over and you know that's the power of the chat isn't yeah. it really and it's just something that we need these candid long you know long style conversations just to really get to the understanding of, you know, the core of where those beliefs come from and, and you know, the more that we have diversity in thought and opinion, the, the, the more we can actually unite with everyone when it comes, especially when it comes to mental health and being able to understand how different people work and empathy and everything. So oh, Beautiful. Well, you know I'll be back in a flash. So oh, fantastic. I'll be, I'll be here anytime. I, I've loved being here and, um, you know, uh, yes, whatever, whatever, whenever you're ready for the next Let's chat. Let's do it I'm again in. soon. <laughs> Thanks, All right. Sam. Thank you so much and uh, stay tuned for the next episode.